Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful Hampton Inn and Suites, Las Colinas, Texas. Tonight, it's off the Eaton Path, South Carolina style. Thanks for listening. Welcome to tonight's episode of Off the Eaton Path, South Carolina style. I am enjoying a nice Hoppadillo IPA from the Kalbach Brewing Company of Houston, Texas. So always remember, drink local. And so that's what I'm doing tonight. Last week was a flight into Baltimore and then a drive up to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, then a drive to Albany, New York, and then finally a flight home. Both of these destinations were new to me. The uh, Baltimore, not so much. And if you've ever flown into Baltimore and rented a car, it is quite the odyssey getting from the airport all the way out to the rental lot. Not so much an odyssey, but it takes probably an extra 15 minutes to get on the bus and and head out that way. So after a couple-hour drive out of uh, Baltimore into Harrisburg, I ended up finding a nice Hampton Inn near Hershey. And this truly was a shot-in-the-dark hotel. I've never been there. No one I work with had ever stayed in the area. So my reason for selection was that it was right off Interstate 85 and little more than that. So this hotel had been recently renovated. The lobby looked fresh. The people were friendly. Opened the door to my room, found new carpet, new furniture, new wallpaper. And then I noticed that there was no closet. Just a good old-fashioned New England-style pegboard with coat hangers. And not really that big of a deal until I noticed a sign next to the TV And it stated, if you need an ironing board and iron, please call the front desk. Now, side note here, one of my packing tips is that I always travel with my dress clothes or my dress shirts, especially in the dry cleaners bags, as it really does help to reduce wrinkles. But I still like to run an iron over them in the morning, especially after unpacking. I never bothered to call the front desk. I just kind of hung them up in the bathroom and turned the shower on hot for about 10 minutes. And I spent a couple nights at the hotel. And it seemed every time I was in the hallway, I saw some poor employee schlepping an ironing board and an iron from room to room. So uh, maybe somebody better rethink their redesign uh, tip. I'm sure they saved a ton of money on ironing boards and irons, you know, a six-floor hotel, probably, I don't know, 30 rooms per floor. I'm sure it adds up, but what a total inconvenience for not only the patrons, but a giant hassle for the employees. So one of the bright spots was we found O'Reilly's Tap Room and Kitchen just down the street from the hotel. And O'Reilly's is actually located in the lobby of the Best Western Hotels. And typically, hotel restaurants, especially when it comes to chains, it's a complete roll of the dice. You don't know what you get. But this was truly an authentic Irish pub. You know, lots of mixed uh, wood mixed with brass and stained glass. Tyler, our bartender, was phenomenal. He suggested that I go with the grilled Reuben which was a phenomenal smoked corned beef, some sauerkraut, Swiss cheese on this just fresh, thick, marbled rye that was grilled to perfection. Out of this world, Tyler ran us through the beer menu, offering samples as we went. I settled with the You've Got a Friend in IPA from Pizza Boy Brewing out of Pennsylvania, weighing it at a hefty 7.5 APV. And it really paired very well with the heaviness of the grilled Reuben. And, Lord, any time that you can drink a beer from the Pizza Boy Brewing Company, you've got to embrace it. And I always enjoy drinking local beers. And, you know, honestly, you never know what you're going to come across or bring back in your suitcase. In full disclosure, we ended up uh, the next night back there with some associates from Prague. 
and they were totally intrigued by Americans, America's IPAs, as it's not really the same as an English IPA. To me, just my humble opinion, an English IPA is a lot more sour than the American IPA. The American IPA seems to have a bit more of a bite to it, and without sounding like a total hipster or beer snob, it's a lot more hoppy. You can truly taste the hops, and generally it's a lot higher in the alcohol content. Uh, that night it was the DD Hashhead IPAs, again from a, a relatively local uh, New England Stoneyard Brewing Company out of Brockport, New York. I gave it a solid four star, again tipping the scales at 7.5 APV. And after that we moved over to a Stunt Double IPA, which is from Funk Brewing from Pennsylvania. It was an Imperial Double, and it weighed in at about 7.7 APV, so it was definitely a heavy beer night. I accompanied, accompanied my beers with an order of smoked wings coated in their JJ sauce, which was a perfect combination of sweet with just the right amount of heat. And make sure you pack on a bunch of napkins because this was a sticky, sticky sauce. Next stop was Albany, New York, about a three to four hour drive north of Harrisburg, up beautiful I-95. And I'm firmly convinced that I-95, no matter where you are on it, is just a terrible, terrible road. I mean, I've, I've driven it in most every single state. And it's no better whether the further north you go, it just seems to be just the, the same old monotonous, pothole-ridden, traffic-choked stretch of real estate. I mean, there's nothing more that you could say about it. And after years of finding hotels in places that I've never been, I truly thought I had seen it all. But the, the Hilton Garden Inn in Albany, and, and Hilton Garden Inn is consistently my favorite uh, from the Hilton chain, Always a, a fresh cooked breakfast. Well, this location in Albany truly threw me for a loop. It's located next to the medical center. And after circling the block three times, I could not find an entrance into the parking lot. I could see cars parked. Had no idea how to get in there. So on my fourth pass, I actually just stopped my rental car on the side of the road right on Scotland Avenue out front. Walked inside. Checked in. And after picking up my key, I asked, how do you get into the parking lot? Well, they quickly produced a laminated card with large letters and arrows. So this wasn't the first time that somebody had inquired. And after studying the chart for about 15 seconds, I was able to park in a matter of minutes. So the first floor, and actually the lobby of the hotel is located on the second floor. The first floor housed the Recovery Sports Grill. It provided me to drink with a, a drink another local beer, a Crossroads Outage IPA. I continue my IPA trek. Uh, from state to state. And recovery reminded me of your typical local neighborhood bar. I was quickly welcomed, and the guy next to me even offered to share some of his wings with me. So if you're ever in Albany, check out the uh, Hilton Garden Inn right next to the Medical Center. So today's focus is off the Eaton Path, South Carolina style. Uh, again, South Carolina is one of those states that actually does hold true to, to my heart. My dad was born in Chapin, South Carolina, and if you look in the phone book, there's probably 500-plus fricks still living in Chapin. Not sure if it's a cult or not, but it is certainly densely populated with fricks. And a far, fair amount of tasty food in South Carolina from the low country all the way out to Greenville. I think there's something for everybody. So the first stop we're going to stop at is the Tattooed Moose in Charleston. And this was, I found this on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I'm a total, total fanboy of that show. It's probably been, probably about three or four years since I've been there. And it still seems to hold up looking at some of the Yelp reviews. Like Triple D suggested, I went with Mike's famous Duck Club. And this is a triple decker filled with duck confite, some wonderfully smoked applewood bacon, 
hickory smoked cheddar, and then topped with a garlic aioli sauce, lettuce and tomato, which I didn't go for, and the red onion I could really care less about, and just packed between a couple slices of just wonderfully sweet Hawaiian bread. Yes, a totally hearty meal, but wait, we're not done. You have to accompany that with some duck fat fries. And if you've never cooked a duck, it's a little bit on the fatty side, and that's the reason it's so darn tasty, you know. And if you're a restaurant cooking a ton of duck, what do you think you do with all that duck fat? Well, if you're the tattooed moose, you fill the fryer with it and then cut up a bunch of potatoes and turn them into French fries. A completely, wonderfully unique taste, absolutely healthy. Eh, maybe not so much. But if you ever find yourself in Charleston, South Carolina, check out the tattooed moose. Great beer selection, great food selection. A truly fun place to spend your afternoon or evening. From there, just down the street is Hyman's Seafood House, and Hyman's is a fifth-generation-owned family restaurant. And, you know, in most industries, if you get a second- or third-generation, somebody's doing something right. You don't see a lot of fifth-generation restaurants, much less anything. The seafood there is so fresh, it was more than likely swimming in the ocean that morning. I always start with the Carolina Delight Grit Cakes, which is nothing more than fried grits. <laughs> if you don't like grits, or what was the movie, uh, My Cousin Vinny? When uh, they had no idea what a grit was, <laughs> do yourself a favor, order the, uh, the the fried grit cakes and top it with some shrimp. Very, very close to a shrimp and grips meal, but a totally different take on it. Uh, the Fisherman's Feast is one of my favorites. It's a sampling of flounder, shrimp, oysters, devil crabbed. And probably my best, my favorite part of Hyman's is that they actually have a walk-up window where you can order some of their simple foods for takeouts. One of my favorite things, the last trip I was there was on a spring break. And the wind coming in off the uh, the water made it a little bit chilly. Ordered a uh, an order of, of fresh, warm hush puppies and kind of just walked up and down market, our melting meeting street, eating those hush puppies as we kind of huddled from the cold wind. From Charleston, if you head back out 20, you're going to find yourself at Sheely's Barbecue House in Batesburg. And Sheely's is the South Carolina the stop that my dad and his tribe of retired old guys had been known to drive three hours just for lunch. They've been around since the late 70s, and the food still remains delicious. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet, including barbecue, fried chicken, of course, some good home-cooked fried southern vegetables, salad, and a dessert bar. And then they actually do kind of a, a rundown during the week for uh for additional foods. On Mondays, it's a chef's choice. Tuesday, it's seafood. Thursday, country fried steak. Friday for lunch, it's fish and ribs all day. Uh, they're always packed on a Friday. Saturday, it's a country breakfast buffet. So if you want to start your day with a, with a hearty or your weekend with a hearty breakfast, that's the place to go. They are closed on Wednesdays and Sundays, so plan your trip accordingly. Back east a little ways on uh, I-20 again in Columbia is the Lizard Thicket. And people will argue with me on this, but I truly love the Lizard Thicket for breakfast. I'm, I'm a fan of carb loading. You've heard of carb cycling. I concentrate more on carb loading. I'm a sandwich guy. I love their country hammer, their bologna and egg sandwich. When it comes to starting my day, they also make a mean, mean omelet plated with some tasty, tasty hash browns. And, of course, fresh tomato slices. You know, in the South, Breakfast normally includes fresh tomatoes. I haven't had many lunches there, but if I recall, their, their fried chicken was absolutely wonderful. From Columbia, we're going to head upstate just a bit into Greenville in the Cooper River Grill. And I love Greenville. It's one of my favorite towns over the past 20 years. It's really gone through a, an amazing revitalization in the downtown area. 
including some new hotels, uh, new restaurants, and new stores. And so we spent Thanksgiving of last year, 2018, in Gville, and just on the outskirts of downtown, you'll find the Cooper River Grill. They offer a great selection of steaks. My last meal was their barbecue chicken sandwich. Uh, again, like I say, I'm a sucker for sandwiches, and it was spot on. Moist, juicy chicken, a perfectly, perfectly tomato-based barbecue sauce. Staff was friendly. Facility was spotless. The design reminds me of a rustic cabin, a perfect backdrop for an evening meal, especially during the month of uh, November. So if you ever do get to Greenville, the downtown area is great. There is a an Orvis store. I love to fly fish, and that's one of my stops when I get in that area. There's also a, uh, I think it's a Mass General store on the main strip, which has everything you could ever want, from penny candies to cast iron uh, skillets to uh, weekend mountain clothes, lake clothes, whatever you want to call them, but uh, just a fun, fun town. From Greenville, we're going to head back down into Columbia, South Carolina, in the British Bulldog Pub. It's been several years since I've been here. My last trip began with some baked brie, and I love baked brie. I used to to make a pastry-rolled brie with some uh, Kahlua sauce on top. Theirs was close to that, but a great way to start your meal. They also have Scottish eggs, which people rave about. I'm not a hard-boiled egg fan, (laughs) but... Normally when I go there, or last time I went there, my meal was traditional fish and chips. Always tasty. I believe it's uh, fresh cod, lightly lightly battered. Fries are your typical fries, but of course you top that meal with some good malt vinegar. Can't find much anything better than that at a true traditional British pub. Some of the re- recent reviews indicate that it might be, I would say, not as memorable as I recall. So definitely check it out. Proceed at your own risk. So there you have it. Off the Eaton Path, South Carolina style, safe travels, and thanks for listening.